Hey guys, this is Greg Denning, and you are in the School of Awesome Sauce, where I share with you amazing stories and strategies to help you live an extraordinary life. Hey my friends, good morning, or good whatever it is. Oh man, I have had some wild, crazy adventures lately. And it, <laughs> it has been a ride. Oh man, I got to I got to lead, help lead a an adventure for some young men, and we got to go out and and do some. Actually, I'm gonna share I'm gonna share a couple of stories of what we did, but even got to go out and go deep sea fishing, and uh, you know we we warned everyone about getting seasick, and. You know, a bunch of them. It was so funny. It was a bunch of them took Dramamine, and I was like, "Hey, you got you watch out. Now this this is this will it'll make you tired, right?" And some of them, some of these these youth, like literally on the deck of the boat, like there's water flowing by. We're rocking. We're hitting the waves. There are people walking over them, and these kids were out cold on the deck of the the boat. It's hilarious. And I made it most of the way. Like I, I was feeling good, actually feeling really good. Didn't get sick at all. And then, boy, sure, right? We went out, had this fishing. It was awesome. And then, on the way back in, I got so sick, and I was just the the iconic throwing up over the edge. Right? It's just the classic moment. It was, but then it passed. It, but it was it was crazy, crazy adventures, fun times, and cool stuff. So. I wanted to share some principles and some stories today that I think will be very helpful. Have been a huge help for me and a huge help for people that I mentor and coach. And it's it's interesting in life. Here's here's this first principle, and and you'll 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 all of us are really good. At this principle in certain areas of our life and really bad at it in others. It's almost just the inherent part of the principle. And it's it's this. When you become super familiar, I mean really crazy familiar with something, then then you quickly and easily notice differences and distinctions that you didn't before and that other people still don't, right? So, so the principle is if I become incredibly familiar with something, then I begin to notice things that I didn't notice before about it and that other people still don't, right? Familiarity um, will create this awareness that what's interesting is you 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 weren't even aware of it before you didn't know about it before and other people still don't but really intense familiarity creates this awareness so let me give you some examples like a simple one is with uh, identical twins if they really look a lot alike then to the stranger or the people who who have very little interaction with them you look at them and you're like i i couldn't tell them apart if my life depended on it but if you've spent a lot of time with them, then you start to notice. You notice teeny things. You become familiar with them, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's, you can tell them apart. 
You can do the same with musical notes, right? Those of you who have a, a long familiarity with music, you can hear the tiniest difference in a note. And you can tell if you're going a little flat or a little sharp. You can, you can just hear it because you have that familiarity with it. I don't have that. <laughs> oh, man, I struggle with that. And I'm trying, I'm trying to learn the violin, and I still, you know, I'll be with somebody, and they're like, whoa, that was, that was off. And I was like, what? I didn't hear a thing, right? And so to those of us who are not yet familiar with it, or uh, well, and again, we have, some of it you have to be very familiar with it. But the difference, the tiniest difference between musical notes. So where we're going with this on the music one, well, I'll come back. I'll come back to that. Um, how about languages? Some of us are, are linguists, and you can hear a language, and boom, you can identify it. You can know what's going on. Others of us would, would be sitting there listening to a foreign language, and you couldn't tell if it was Spanish or Portuguese or Korean or... Uh, Japanese or you know, I mean we're like okay I got nothing right um, you it, literary references you know if you're really really familiar with books and you're well read and widely read then you'll pick up you'll, you'll listen to a conversation or a discourse and you're just boom 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 you're just picking up these literary references they're making left and right but to someone who's unfamiliar with it, they won't have a clue that they're even being that, that books are being referred to and classics and are being quoted, and they have no idea because they're the familiarity. Does this make sense? This, I mean, this principle is super powerful, and we can spot it in so many areas of life. And again, like I, I said when we start off, we are all really good at it in certain areas and really bad at it in other areas because we can't be familiar with all things and so the things that we are really familiar with we're going to have an awareness we're going to pick up really subtle things that most people don't and that we didn't before we had that 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 relationship with this thing and then the ones we aren't familiar man we are going to stink and so like of necessity this principle works against us in the areas where we don't have that familiarity and again i don't think we can become that familiar in all things and so we necessarily have to it, it's humbling which is good and we we have to acknowledge like oh wait a minute these things that i don't know well then I, it, it's giving me blind spots there are literally things i cannot see or understand or perceive because I, I, I'm not as familiar with those things as, as somebody who's really in it. And we can go on and on with, um, here's an experience I had just this week. Um, I was having, we, we, we drove down to this trip, drove down to the, uh, the most southern coast of uh, Texas, down near Corpus Christi. And we spent, uh, we were in these, these national parks and preserves down there. It was, oh, it was beautiful. It was really wonderful. And, and I had a little issue with my vehicle. Um, and here, a little, little side story. So we get down there, and, and it, has, it just starts smoking like crazy. I'm like, what is, what is this? This is crazy. So I take it to a mechanic down there. And we only have a couple days down there. So I'm like, hey, I'm not, i got to get this fixed. And it, was, and it starts leaking oil. And I would take the mechanic, and they're like, yeah, your, your turbo went out. So I, I drive a, a diesel. And there's, 
these diesels have a turbo, so it's this little. Uh, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a fan that just blows it blows air through, so you get turbo. Well, if the bearings come loose, which I find out is a very common thing, uh, I've never even heard of it. So here we go. Yeah, right there's here's the familiarity. I'm like, what? That that's a thing. So if the bearings go out, there's a little fan in there. If the bearings wear out on the fan, which is very common, then then what it can do is it allows there's oil in it, but then the because you have to keep it. You have to keep it uh, lubricated and, and keep it cool. It coo the oil cools it from getting way too high, right? So because there's a fan blowing into the exhaust, which gives it power, but the fan has to be lubricated with oil, your, it, once the bearings come loose, your engine oil will actually go into your exhaust. And so the oil will like come out your exhaust pipe. And... I'd never even heard of this, and I went to a mechanic, oh yeah, it's this, and, and he, he gave me this crazy quote, and he was super busy, so I don't know if I can even get to it before you have to leave, and it's going to cost so much money, and going on, and I was like, man, and again, here, here's this principle working for us or against us, I was like, uh, well, man, I don't know, I don't know what to do, I know nothing about this, I don't know if what he's saying is accurate, or this crazy and and here's a here's a cool one that i love i i just looked up a quick youtube video and sure enough there was a guy like yeah yeah no big deal you can do this and here's how you do it and he walks through literally walks the whole thing how to switch it out and i was like man that's amazing i can do that <laughs> and I, I love to tell people there isn't there isn't there are a few things in the world that youtube and i can't do together right um, I, I love that that principle. So, anyways, I ended up. I took it to uh, there was a performance shop, and they could rebuild it. So I I got a, a rebuilt one and slapped it in myself. But here's here's another element of this principle. I was having a little bit of trouble with it. We're driving home. And I'm like, man, it's just not it's just not working right, is it? And again, my absolute. From, unfamiliar i could i couldn't tell the sounds i couldn't i didn't know what it was it just ah so i called a friend of mine who is extremely familiar with it right and here's here's what happened and really just fired up this principle for me i got on the phone with him and i'm like hey this is what's happening he's like oh he's like you you forgot to tighten up one of the pipes and there's a pipe blown up and i'm driving down the road right and i just described to him what's happening and he's like, oh, that's all that's happened. I'm like, how do you know? And he's like, I guarantee it. He's like, I literally guarantee that's your problem. He's like, you didn't tighten, you didn't tighten up one of the, one of the bolts, and you blew a pipe. And <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. I promise you, I tightened them all. Like I, I was so thorough in this. I got it. And he's like, no, I guarantee it. It's like I know that's exactly what it is. He literally was so familiar with these vehicles. And he could just pinpoint the exact problem. I mean, I was driving down the road, and he's up in Alaska, and I'm in Texas, and he's like, oh, I guarantee it. He's like, just pop your hood and watch what happens. And I was, I was so skeptical. I'm like, come on, man. Well, sure enough, um, one of, well, one of, the, one of the, the other ends of the pipe, I had loosened the nut but never disconnected it. And so when I was putting it back together, I didn't have... You know, I didn't, I didn't remember to tighten that bolt, and so sure enough, it had just blown off, and I had to put it right back on. It was an easy fix. But he was so familiar with it that he could, he could literally over the phone without looking at it, hearing it, anything. He could guarantee 
what the issue was. I was like, oh my goodness, that's beautiful. And I like started thinking about life and humanity and human beings and this human experience and how that's also true there. And I've had such an awesome privilege to work with wonderful people all over the world and to do it so much for so long and to study personal development for over 24 years and to work with, with young people, to elderly people, everything in between, five continents, dozens of countries, and be with them so closely that I've gained this familiarity with the human experience. And what people, you, you begin to, again, just like, just like with the musical notes, some of you can just sit there and you can hear the slightest difference that I cannot hear. I'm like, like, how'd you hear that? Like, I can't hear that. It sounds all the same to me. And you're like, oh no, no, there was a big difference. I'm like, what? And I, and I've become now on this, in this, by gained this familiarity and I can see things in people that most people, most other people don't. Now, again, I'm not, I'm not boasting or bragging here. Working with people so often, so much for so long, I've gotten this familiarity with it that just like you with music or languages or literary references or whatever, whatever it is, you, you just spot on, you know that. I've gained that with people. And, and now I can know things about people with incredible accuracy. Sometimes even to the point I don't have to know the person or uh, this, ha- this is almost the exact thing I just told you about my mechanic friend, right? This, this wonderful woman came up to me and, and her husband's been struggling and so the marriage is struggling and she just told me just a few things and I knew right away, boom, I said, he's doing that, isn't he? Yep. How'd you know? Right? And, and you just get this familiarity. So I start to hear, just like the music, right? I start to hear things and I, oh, yeah, it's, it's that. That's what it is. Or like my mechanic friend, somebody comes and, oh, I have this problem. Well, it's, it's probably that. And it, it's actually an awesome privilege. It's a wonderful thing. And, and it's allowed me to be able to help more, to see more, to be perceptive um, about what could be going on and remedies. It's actually really awesome privilege, right? Those of you who have, uh, you know, real mechanical skills, somebody comes to you like, I've got nothing, I have help, right? Like something's going on mechanically with some instrument or tool or a vehicle or something, and you're like, oh, that's easy. Like here, it's just this and this and this, and and we feel blind and helpless, right? Uh, those of you who have the musical talent, if I'm if, if I'm sitting there trying to play the right note and you just can hear it, you're like, no, you're a little off. Go up, go up. No, go down. There, you're right there. And you can help, right? You can help a ton because you've trained your ear or you've trained your eye or you've trained your perception. And I get to do this with, with wonderful human beings. I love it. Man, I love it so much. 
And so I've, I've been able to see that accuracy and so I can see and perceive problems that most people still can't. And we often can't even see in ourselves. And so I wanted to share this idea, this, that principle, and then offer some suggestions about common things I'm seeing. Like I can see, and I, you guys, and I often, I've said, shared this before, I often, I often have the privilege of helping people um, recover from, from personal disasters or family disasters where people have made poor decisions and gotten into a lot of trouble. Um, and, and tank their their just destroyed their their lives or their marriages and it's a sad thing it's a very tragic thing and it's a very painful thing and and I live like I live for this I live to help people prevent those things in their lives so I mean I can see I can spot it, this coming like you I go into a room of people or especially with youth and I can tell you within just a few moments which ones are video gamers and which ones have addictions and which ones, you know, struggle with, with certain aspects. I mean, and I can spot them. I can spot them right away. And, and I don't have to even go up and ask. Like, I can tell. <laughs> I can tell right away. And I did it again this last week. You, you, you know, you spend a time with a group of people, and I can yep, 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 and I, and I can see it, I can perceive it, just because I've done it for so long, and I'm so familiar with the symptoms and the outcomes and what's happening. So let me, let me, I, I guess I want, this is almost a two-in-one here. The second principle ties in with the first. Is, so basically, you come down, it's like, what are we doing with our lives? Like the day in, the day out, the little things, the daily habits, the actions, the mindsets, the attitude. I can see and perceive all those. I can hear the difference. Just the slightest difference. And notice, like somebody will say something. Um, they'll, they'll just make a, a simple statement. And I can identify their mindset. And I can identify the beliefs that are holding them back or that are propelling them forward, that are bringing them success and happiness. And, and in a conversation, we're sitting there with a group of us, and somebody just throws something out, and, and nobody else notices it, and I get it. Boom! I can pick up on it. Just, just like, again, I keep coming back to the music one because it's such a perfect comparison. We might be sitting there listening to somebody perform, and most of the room, there's the, maybe they play, just, they play the note just slightly off, sharp or flat, most of the room sitting there has no idea. <laughs> I mean, you're sitting in your local congregation or something, and there's a, there's a musical number, and the person makes a mistake on their performance, and most of the people in there have no clue. Like, that sounded awesome. They really don't know. But if you have a trained ear, you go, oh, there was, it was a little off right there, a little off right there. That's, that's what I'm talking about. And the same is true with when people are talking. And so I can hear... I pick up these little subtle things and then talking to them later, it's it's almost always accurate. Like, yep, they they're concerned about this or they're they're afraid of that or they're struggling with this mindset. And so I wanna I wanna kind of tie that in now to the choices we make, the mindsets we have, the actions and habits we get into, where our beliefs, uh, our thoughts lead to our beliefs, which lead to our emotional challenges and we just went through that series of, of mindset heart set skill set 
But but I had another experience. We, like, here, life, you guys, life is so awesome and often so challenging. And it's, it's, it's wonderful because we have so many choices. Like our life is literally a buffet of choices. It really is. And even in, even in really tough situations where we feel like we're pretty limited, there's still a lot of choices. And this is actually one of those mindsets where we think we're powerless. And yet, in, even in the toughest circumstances, even as, as prisoners, we can still choose, like uh, um, Viktor Frankl taught us, and I think it's Lopan La is how you pronounce it. Like he was a prisoner in a Chinese prison camp, torture camp. And he still, he talked about choosing every day. Listen to this. He's in a Chinese torture camp where most of the prisoners were just tortured and killed. And he said, every day I still woke up and was choosing to have compassion for the Chinese guards. What? It blows you away. There's, there's still... Even in the worst circumstances where you feel like all of our choices have been taken away, there's still the power of choice. And Viktor Frankl said, like, that's the one last thing that can never be taken from us is the ability to choose how we respond, our attitude of mind. Oh, it's so powerful. So life is this, this buffet of choices. And while we, were, while we were down on the coast, we actually had the chance to go tour an old uh, aircraft carrier. And this aircraft carrier had um, been active in World War II. So it's, you know, it's roughly, this thing's like 80 years old-ish. Um, and it had been very active. It had been in all kinds of battles and actually a kamikaze plane. It was in the Pacific. It had been all over the world, but uh, it was in the Pacific and a kamikaze plane had actually crashed into it um, and had damaged it. Um, but like... There was this this legacy, right? And there were stories, just unbelievable stories inside about heroic acts and uh, like it was this this one was involved in um, going out and trying to find Amelia Earhart, and I mean there was there was all these stories in there of of what had done, and then then a friend of mine pointed out this this ironic contrast as you're sitting there on the beach, and how. You know, you can you can build your footprints go along. You're walking along the beach, and the waves just pew, they wipe them out. They're gone. And I, and I thought in my mind, I'm like, whoa. Okay, here's here's this contrast right here. Here are these stories right here on this ship of acts of heroism. You know, bravery and courage and integrity in in attempting to protect the freedoms. Of people, right, and try to stop tyrants. There's a legacy there. They made choices in this buffet of life choices. They made choices to stand up for something they believed in, to do the right thing. And, and we get to do that literally down down to every day and even every moment. We get to choose our attitude of mind. We get to choose what we will believe. We get to choose like our, our emotional state. We get to choose how how we speak to other people and and how we respond. We get to choose. Isn't this awesome? Like we get to choose, like how we're going to react. 
when somebody says something or something doesn't work out. We get to choose what we do with ourselves each day. We get to choose how we wake up and what we do with our morning routine. We get to choose how we're going to engage with other human beings, like how we're going to build relationships. What kind of person? Are we going to be friendly and jovial or are we going to be cold and mean? Are we going to be grumpy all the time and just irritable? Or are we going to be pleasant and jovial? And what are we going to do with our life? How are we going to spend our free time? This is fascinating, you guys. This is one of the greatest things is our free time. What, what you and I do with our free time reveals us. Like it's, it's our leisure that reveals us. It's, it's what we do when we don't have to do anything else that is a gigantic revealer of where we're going in life and what our outcomes will be. That's, see, that's one of those things I was talking about earlier where you can just spot that. Like tell me, tell me what your habits are and in five minutes I can tell you where you're going with your life. Tell me what you do with your free time and I'll tell you what direction you're heading and what outcomes are going to be. I've, I've, I've become so familiar with it over so many years that with incredible accuracy, you can see, like, let me, let's just talk for a minute here and I can, I can know what's, what's happening in your life. It, oh, it's just, it's, in, it's incredible. And so in this buffet of choices, on one side you have this, this, these stories of heroism and greatness, and on the other side, let's say, let's say you're out there building a sandcastle. And you're, you're spending your time and effort and energy building this sandcastle right there on the beach. And it can be beautiful, just stunning. You know, you've, you and I have seen pictures or videos of those, these sandcastles they'll make. Absolutely incredible. And yet you can put all this time and effort into it and all this work. But as soon as the tide rises or a storm comes in, it's gone. It's washed away. And it's a powerful lesson there. Like, hey, what, what choices am I making? Am I building sandcastles that are going to be washed away? Right? Am, I making, am I making choices that are, that are like sandcastles? Or am I building a legacy, I guess, I, I like an aircraft carrier? And I don't mean like in wartime or the fighting side of it, but just like doing things that, that really matter. I guess that's the distinction I want to make. Am I doing things that just kind of don't matter, or am I doing things that really do matter? And, and one of the things that I'm seeing in families and in this time period is in this buffet of choices have been added a lot of entertainment, <laughs> a lot of like screen time, um, a lot of sports, a lot of games, movies, TV, video games. I'm like, you know, think about even just two decades ago or, you know, 50 years ago, how many, how many movies and TV shows were available? Even 50 years ago, like how many channels were available like there was this time and, and it was probably when I was young there there were only just a few tr channels there was a few channels and networks and that was that and then they, they're like <laughs> and now I don't even know I don't I don't watch TV but 
there's got to be hundreds and hundreds of channels. And then, you know, if you could number, this would be actually kind of fun to, to get numbers on. But if you could number all the movies that existed and were available to rent, you know, say 30 years ago versus today. Whoa, right? I mean, there Netflix alone is coming out with with movies like nobody's business. I mean, it's just crazy. There's there's almost an uh, and then you can just watch YouTube videos. I mean, there's just this unlimited choice now. The buffet is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And so, with this challenge, we come down to this this problem that I'm seeing is where we're giving our time and our attention and our focus. Isn't this powerful? And you see see how this all ties together now? Like uh, the familiarity that I have with working with people, I can see right away time, attention, and focus. And I can tell whether it's going to be the aircraft carrier or the sand the sand castle and i can know with good accuracy and you can too i mean i'm i'm not i'm not saying lots of people can do this because they have this familiarity you can see it coming you can see it in yourself you can see it in your children you can see it in your neighbors or your family members or your friends i mean you can spot this but some of us can't some of us are going along and we're we're playing these notes so to speak i mean this we're we're going with the metaphor here we're playing these these musical notes in our lives but we don't realize they're off. We don't see it. And so I can see the train wreck coming. I can see trouble coming. And I literally have met with people and they're like, hey, we're having this problem, we're having this challenge with our marriage or with our kids, like what can we do? And, and this, you know, I can, I'm thinking of a specific experience. It's just heart, heart-wrenching where this family they were having some real struggles and i and i said hey you, you got to make some changes because i could tell their focus their attention their time use it was off and i and i gently but firmly said you got to make some shifts there and if you don't it's going to get worse this problem will get way worse if you don't change it but they weren't willing to change you see like i meet people every single day they want to change their lives they want different outcomes I mean, everybody wants different outcomes, right? But very few people are willing to change the choices. They keep going to that same spot on the buffet and getting that same unhealthy uh, input, right? And, and there's this, the, the, a big part of it is what you're choosing to focus on. And it's interesting, we focus on entertainment, we focus on... Uh, which and I have nothing wrong with entertainment. I love you know entertainment's great. They focus too much on work and and work is wonderful, right? We we need to work and I think we need entertainment in our lives. And there's sports and there's games and there's social media. All of those things could be good and helpful even, unless they're way out of proportion. Unless it becomes a gigantic sandcastle. And many of us, my friends, are building these sandcastles of entertainment, of watching sports and playing games and social media and screen time. And we're endlessly entertaining ourselves 
and we don't even some of us don't even see or realize what that's doing that effect i just want to point out one effect imagine so so because we have limited time and resources and focus and attention you can't you cannot focus on lots of things at once and so if our focus becomes a screen or sports or video games or tv or entertaining ourselves or chit-chatting with friends or gossiping or whatever if that starts to consume us and this is what's interesting about these things they really start to take control of our lives you guys know what i'm talking about like have you ever gotten anything any into something and it just starts to consume your thoughts and emotions and your time and what it does is it necessarily just by the nature of the thing it removes your focus from other things like from your spouse and from your children and that was that was one of the problems i was telling you about that family the parents were very dis- uh, di- i would either say distracted or deliberately focused on other things they're focused on hanging out with their friends with their hobbies doing the things they want and there was not near enough focus attention or time given to the family and I want you for a minute to stop and ask yourself, what would it feel like to be in second place to social media? What would it feel like to be in second place to games, to entertainment, second place to your friends, to sports, to work? I mean, let this sink in. If you're a spouse, What would it feel like to be second place to any of those things? That your your spouse's time, attention, and focus is on other things and not you. And some of you may be experiencing that right now. Or some of you may be uh, guilty of that right now. And again, this is, I'm not, this is not a guilt trip here. I'm just trying to bring this awareness. I'm trying to help us hear the notes that we usually don't hear. Well, what, what must a child feel like when the child knows that they are not, they don't have the focus, attention, time, that they're second place? And especially if they're second place to a sandcastle! To something that has no meaning, no significance. What must a child feel like when a parent chooses some form of entertainment over them? And, and make no mistake about it, my friends, they notice and they feel it. They may not even be able to articulate it. They may not be able to pinpoint like, oh, that's the thing. Uh, that's why I feel this turmoil and this hurt and this struggle because my mom or my dad is focused on something else that really doesn't matter near as much as me. But that's what they're feeling. And I think that we are all guilty of that in some way, shape, or form. Just because of the nature of life. In this buffet. And so today I just wanted to share like the power of these principles. That we've got to be crazy super careful, my friends, of 
where we're giving our time and attention and focus and getting familiar enough with that that we can hear the subtle differences. We can feel the subtle differences and know when we're sharp or flat or when we're off, when things aren't right. And we can remember the legacy that we need to choose things that will last, that we'll be proud of, that we'll be glad we did, that will literally have the best impact instead of walking along the sand and, and it's gone and we're gone. My kids like to listen to this song and there's just this one little line that says, um, he says, I heard you die twice, once when, you, when they bury you and the second time when is the last time someone speaks your name. And, and I, that just, it fits here. It's like, what legacy are we building? How will people remember you? Or will they remember you at all? And, and we're not, this isn't for like ego or, you know, I want to be remembered forever. But guess what? When, when you live an extraordinary life, you do great things, meaningful things that just matter and impact. Like people are going to remember you for that. And actually they'll remember you if you do horrible things too. But what do you want to be remembered for? And, and it comes it literally comes down to the choices we're making day in and day out and the impact we're having, right? And, and creating this, this legacy of awesome in your relationships, in your marriage, in your parenting with your friends and neighbors in your community and in whatever you're doing, like love this stuff. So my friends, with, with me, because I need to work on it too, with me will... Will you commit here to evaluate how well you're doing at the buffet of life and those, all those choices? And if you've perhaps been making choices inadvertently because you've, you've lost some of the familiarity and you, you might not have even noticed. And if you've, you know, if, if, there's, if there's something in your life where you've just been giving tons of time and attention and focus to to the sandcastles, to the things that don't matter and won't last, let's make a shift. Let's do it today. Let's start today. And let's put our time and attention and focus on the things that matter most. And I promise that will bring much, much better results. And, and even just those simple shifts can change some of the problems. The problems literally take care of themselves or go away because we put our time, attention, effort, focus, energy into things that really matter. And man, it makes life, makes life awesome. Okay, love you guys. Remember, awesome is always an option. Reach upward. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you got a lot of value out of it and found some things that you can apply to your life right away. Hey, I'm, I'm being totally sincere when I say I, I live to help you live your extraordinary life. So I hope you'll reach out to me if you have any questions or let me know how I can help you in any important area of your life. And in fact, you know, this this podcast is brought to you by the School of Awesome Sauce monthly coaching program. Take advantage of that. Get in there. It's the best way to get a breakthrough to the next level so you can level up your health, your spirituality, your emotions, your mind, your relationships, your finances, business, every part of your life. Just get in there where you have a, a coach and a mentor. You have a supportive community to make things happen. So, so jump in there, take advantage of this, try it out, get in there with us and level up your life. See you on the inside. Reach upward.